Okay, welcome back to 10,000 No's. As you know, this is Matthew Del Negro coming at you. Uh, This is an impromptu solo episode I just uh, felt the need to put out. Um, I actually had the instinct to uh, set my phone up and, and hit record on that as well. I'm toying with the idea of maybe putting it on IGTV. I just Googled that and saw that it actually goes up to 60 minutes, which is a surprise to me. But um, so maybe, hello, Instagram people, uh, maybe you're getting this too. Uh, Can't imagine it's going to play too well on Instagram because I'm not going to be that brief. It's going to be, it's really for the the listeners of of 10,000 No's and anybody else who who wants to listen in. for those of you that, that don't know, if you're watching here, I've got a podcast called 10,000 Knows. It's all about resilience. It's all about, you know, interviewing people, sometimes solo episodes, but interviewing people who have gone through uh, some pretty harrowing times and have had to somehow uh, reframe their dire situation and turn it around and actually use that that uh, setback as as the fuel to propel them to where they are now. And I sit down with them and um, and just kind of, we talk about how they got to where they are, uh, today. And right now, I mean, I'm just feeling, and I, and I think from everything that I see online, other people are feeling this way too. I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm, uh, I don't feel, uh, defeated. I don't feel, um, I don't feel down, but I, I feel, uh, almost the opposite in a way that I've got this thing that I built and now it's kind of built for exactly uh, this kind of a situation, although I I did not really anticipate, uh, you know, a crisis of this level. And at the same time, I'm hoping that I'm just being dramatic and it's not as bad as, as some of the experts would have you believe. But I've, you know, I was completely really have to admit this so uninformed and ignorant, even as recent as uh, last Wednesday, I was in New York working on a show, um, supposed to be there for a few months. One of the producers calls says, how you doing with this? And I said, with what, with this thing? Yeah. Like, like it was nothing. And he said, yeah, you know, we're trying to see what our options are. And I was like, oh, you know, we're, I'm, I'm fine. You need me to work. I'm here. Every, you know, I think it's all being overblown by the media that I was that guy. Um, I was that guy that was uh, really sticking his head in the sand and not looking. And then I think that conversation really is what turned me on a dime. And since then I've been uh, kind of obsessed with uh, learning more about coronavirus and, and mostly not so much political shows, more uh, medical experts. And I think the first thing that was sent to me, um, and I'll put all of this, by the way, I'll put links to this in the show notes. And then on Instagram, I'll tell you in a second where, uh, all that information is there. But I think the first thing that was sent to me was a 15 minute clip, which many of you have probably seen by now from Joe Rogan's podcast with someone who was an infectious disease expert. And, um, and then I ended up listening to that whole interview, which is almost two hours. And that was, eye-opening. And then my friend who has been a guest on this show, who's a trauma surgeon in Boston, sent me another podcast uh, with a guy, Noah Feldman. I think it's called like Deep Background or something. And that was recorded February 28th. Um, So this is, you know, a few weeks ago and everything that that guy said has since come true. Um, And then these subsequent interviews that I've listened to or, or articles that I've read, um, are all kind of saying the same things. And 
seems like each day it's escalating. And um, again, I hope I'm wrong. I, I am not, I am definitely not an alarmist by nature. I think I'm the opposite, but uh, I am definitely, my eyes are open right now. And part of why I even want to be on here uh, doing this right now is because I think, you know, maybe this has changed now because it seems like that, you know, the cities and, and the federal government, everybody's reacting. And so it's it's mandated that there's, uh, you know, it's not full lockdown yet, but it seems like it's going in that direction. But, you know, amidst all these other um, things that I've been seeing that were kind of doom and gloom, uh, there are articles coming out of people going out and, you know, partying and bars being packed and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I get it, you know, you're in your 20s, you don't, really necessarily think you're invincible um you know the article is basically saying like hey maybe you're not going to get affected maybe you are but maybe you're not going to be infected but what about your you know your parents or your grandparents and, and that kind of thing and i just have felt in the last i don't know two days like hey you get you know you guys could you got to take it seriously and do what you can to help contribute and i think that's you know one of the themes on this show not in this context at all, but it's just like, you know, what you do when no one's watching, you know, how you, how you approach your work. What are the things that you do? Are you contributing to the greater whole? All of those principles that we've been talking about on this show for two and a half years, they all apply in a situation like this. Um, and, and the reason, you know, that I'm doing this episode right now, which I believe I'll put out, I don't know, I'm just kind of riffing here. I believe I'll put it out is because I'm I'm kind of getting brought back to 9/11 and um, 9/11. I was ironically in the exact same neighborhood where I was when this all went down last a uh, couple of days ago, Upper East Side of Manhattan. Um, at that time, that's where I was living, um, and I remember it being a beautiful blue sky day and hearing all this this catastrophe unfolding on the news in front of me and feeling like I'm pretty close to ground zero and yet I feel so cut off and I remember having this weird instinct to want to go there not that I wanted to go there for the danger of it but that I wanted to go there to help or do something or, or somehow contribute but it's like what what am I going to do and I have that same feeling right now we're all quarantined all the parents I know were like oh my god we're homeschooling and um, even that, though, is something, you know, granted, it's we're right in the beginning here now. But um, today, a, you know, beautiful moment with my daughter earlier where you're like, OK, wow, I get this time in the middle of the day. I'm seeing her learn. I'm, I'm, I'm helping. And that's actually really a gift. And I think, you know, I'm careful to say that it's a gift because, sure, easy for me to say that when I'm sitting here not infected, nobody that I know is infected at this point. But you know, there are people, uh, a lot of, you know, increasing people in, in Italy and China, it's, you know, happening in the U S now, and it's just going to keep increasing for a little while, um, that are dealing with this. And so, you know, if we flash forward in a couple of weeks and I'm in a different situation, I would like to think that I'm going to maintain this same attitude and that all of you will as well. Um, but the point is, you know, I'm sitting here going, how can I, contribute. And I, I, my instinct for a couple of days now has been, well, Matt, you got this podcast about resilience and overcoming. Um, maybe you should 
put this into, into that. You already have this thing built, so maybe put it into that and serve people that way. And so I'm just encouraging all of you, whatever it is that you do um, for work, you know, if you're cut off from work right now, first of all, if you are still working and you're one of the people in the medical profession, thank you. Um, if you're cut off from work, as I am right now, it's, you know, how do I take this time and use it constructively? How do I contribute in some way? And, you know, for actors, maybe that is a little bit easier than everybody else because this isn't too different in a way for what our existence is anyway. We're, you know, while waiting around to be hired as an actor, um, we've developed the muscle of having to go out and create things for ourselves. This podcast was was born of, of that uh, kind of, being frustrated while waiting for employment and going, okay, I have to create my own thing. So that is not new to me, but this whole situation is new to me. I'm going, how can I somehow, how can we turn it around? How can I be some kind of a beacon of hope rather than kind of doom and gloom? And at the same time, how can I also help spread awareness for people that are kind of burying their heads in the sand. Cause I think people still are doing that to a degree. Um, so that for the people, if anybody's watching on Instagram, if I actually put this up there, um, on my Instagram page, um, at Maddie Dell, you have those, um, Instagram story highlights. I did one that says COVID awareness and just any of the podcasts I've been listening to or um, YouTube videos that I've seen, like I said, they're mostly with medical professionals. If I thought they were valuable, I'm putting there with a swipe up so you can go through there and see anything you want to see. I'm almost at the point of, you know, I think my wife thinks I've gone over the deep end. I, the, the irony is I am not Mr. Informed, but I've just become obsessed with this. I'm like, you know, Harrison Ford and Mosquito Coast right now. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, everything that's going on. How do I protect my family? How do I be smart? All of that. Um, but so, so that is one aspect of it. And then the other is I think because of the people that I've sat down with and, and having been able to be inspired by them and hear their stories uh, of, you know, on an individual level, how people have taken these really long odds uh, when things seemed to have fallen apart. Um, they've taken them and they've somehow through a combination of reframing their perspective of whatever it is that was the disaster or the setback, reframing it, seeing it as a learning experience, growing from it. It's always led them to where they've, they, they've gone. And then also there's, there's a word that keeps coming up for me, which is surrender. Uh, a lot of guests have talked about this moment of surrender. And I think right now with what's going on, I almost liken this to as, as the information's coming in again, hopefully I'm wrong, but I liken it to, it's like a, it's like a war. It's like we're in war right now. Um, it, and, and so the word surrender may come across wrong, but what I mean is surrender to the idea that there is something more powerful than you out there at play. And in this case, I guess if you could take me as an example of surrender is it's not like a laying back and, you know, sitting on the couch, eating bonbons surrender. I mean, surrender to the fact that there is all this for me, all this information out there, this whole 
you know, world of experts who are, have been, have dedicated their lives to this information. It all exists. I have to surrender my fa- myself to the fact that I need to learn about some of this so I can protect myself, protect my family, help loved ones, help society in some way. Um, so that's what I mean when I say surrender. It's just kind of going, okay, uh, you know, small example, the show that I was working on, it was like, first, it was like, are we going to shut down? Then it was, we're, we're going to shut down, but it's only going to be, you know, we're going to wait till Thursday, which is still not even come yet. And things have escalated so quickly. Um, then it was, we're going to shut down last Friday, and it's going to be two weeks. I packed all of my stuff from New York and came back because the stuff I was listening to made me think it's going to be a lot longer than two weeks. We don't know. There's a lot of uncertainty. That's another thing that we deal with on, on 10,000 No's, uncertainty. You know, there, we're lying to ourselves, whoever we are in our everyday life, we're lying to ourselves if we think we've got it all figured out. We've got it all, you know, we've got everything ready to go. Like we are all so vulnerable all of the time. And something like this just brings it right to our doorstep on a global level. So it's, it's a, it's a, I guess that's why it's, it's bringing me back to nine 11 is New York city, nine 11. It was like this, just this total awareness. It was like this cloud that was over us for this period of time. And it was, um, it was like life changed. And I remember thinking, uh, I'm never going to go to the movies again. For example, after nine 11, I thought who could go to the movies? You can't do that. Well, we came back, we battled back. The human spirit is resilient and, and we will overcome this the same way, but I think we are in for some tough times. And I think it's going to really require all of us to, to come together. And I think one of the things, uh, that I think could be helpful for all of us to keep in mind. And, you know, I'm not alone in this. I've seen it all over, all over Instagram, you know, there's a, maybe I happen to follow a lot of, you know, positive minded people, but this is not unique to me, but it's just seeing this as much as we can, trying to see it as a gift, as an opportunity to reach out to people, not physically, but to reach out to people, see how they're doing, um, to go inward, to create, take this time, this space, take this time with your family. Um, and I want to read something. A friend of mine sent me on a text. I don't know where he found it. Um, but I, I thought it was, uh, there's two things that he sent me and, um, you know, they are, they're, I don't know if they're poems or they were written for this specific one of them. Obviously the first one was written for this specific situation. Um, I don't know that the next one was, it doesn't, I'm not sure that that is, but anyway, I'm going to read them and uh, hopefully they'll give you some inspiration in, in some way of, of looking at this in a, uh, through a different lens and um, trying to embrace the good of it if if you can. And I know that's not easy. I don't say it lightly, but here we go. Um, this first one, it says, yes, there's fear. Yes, there is isolation. Yes, there is panic buying. Yes, there is sickness. Yes, there is even death. But they say that in Wuhan, after so many years of noise, you can hear the birds again. They say that just after a few weeks of quiet, the sky is no longer thick with fumes, but blue and gray and clear. 
They say that in the streets of Assisi, people are singing to each other across the empty squares, keeping their windows open so that those who are alone may hear the sounds of family around them. They say that a hotel in the west of Ireland is offering free meals and delivery to the housebound. Today, a young woman I know is busy spreading flyers with her number through the neighborhood so that the elders may have someone to call on. Today, churches, synagogues, mosques, and temples are preparing to welcome and shelter the homeless, the sick, the weary. All over the world, people are slowing down and reflecting. All over the world, people are looking at their neighbors in a new way. All over the world, people are waking up to a new reality, to how big we really are, to how little control we really have, to what really matters, to love. So we pray and we remember that, yes, there is fear, but there does not have to be hate. Yes, there is isolation, but there does not have to be loneliness. Yes, there is panic buying, but there does not have to be meanness. Yes, there is sickness, but there does not have to be disease of the soul. Yes, there is even death, but there can always be a rebirth of love. Wake to the choices you make as to how to live now, today. Breathe. Listen, behind the factory noises of your panic, the birds are singing again, the sky is clearing, spring is coming, and we are always encompassed by love. Open the windows of your soul, and though you may not be able to touch across the empty square, sing. Father Richard Hendrick. Not sure who he is or where he is, but I thought that was pretty beautiful. Um, and here's the other one. And the people stayed home and read books and listened and rested and exercised and made art and played games and learned new ways of being and were still and listened more deeply. Some meditated, some prayed, some danced, some met their shadows, and the people began to think differently. And the people healed. And, in the absence of people living in ignorant, dangerous, mindless, and heartless ways, the earth began to heal. And when the danger passed and the people joined together again, they grieved their losses and made new choices, and dreamed new images and created new ways to live and heal the earth fully, as they had been healed. Kitty O'Meara. Not sure who she is either, but again, I thought those were pretty beautiful. Um... I don't know. I, I know I have more to say. Um, I, I can't imagine that anybody on uh, IGTV is still watching. This is probably the, uh, the longest IGTV. Maybe not, but um, it's a little languid. But uh, that's where I am right now. Those of you that listen every week, uh, as always, thank you for listening. Um, those of you that don't, that are new to this, or those of you on IGTV, hopefully, look, I'm just you know, one dude trying to give out a little hope and inspiration and maybe, um, maybe help people see things, uh, slightly less dire than they're seeing them right now. I certainly don't know what's next. I don't know what's coming for me. I'm sure you don't know what's coming for you. None of us does. So, um, be healthy, be safe, be smart. Um, listen right now, maybe to the authorities and, uh, stay inside and stay six feet away from, People, um, you know, you're going to have a time to come back around to that. Things are going to clear up. It's it's going to get better. Uh, but, you know, right now we got to dig in. We got to come together. We got to help people and not just think of ourselves. Think of uh, 
think of the whole, you know, the whole of humanity, the whole of the earth, the whole of our country, your city, your community, your town, your school, your family, whatever it may be. Um, it's not just about you. Um, if you, uh, you know, if you're, I guess I got to do all that normal stuff that I always do, right? Um, if you want to hear about promos and and who's on next and all that stuff, uh, at Maddie Dell on Instagram, at Matthew Del Negro on Twitter and Facebook, at Matthew Del Negro on LinkedIn. Um, usually put promo videos and announcements of who's next. Uh, this Friday, I we have scheduled uh, Tyler Mitchell, friend of mine. He is the co founder of Imagine Impact, which is a program. He, Brian Grazer, and um, Ron Howard have this program for writers around the world, really, anybody who's got a voice. Um, they, they've created this program where uh, unknown talents can be found and uh, brought to Hollywood and given access to shapers who are you know, people high up in, in my industry, uh, the entertainment industry, um, to help them along. And it's, it's amazing success. They've, they've had, you know, people from all over the world and now have uh, TV shows set up and films set up. And Tyler's a great guy, really super smart. He'll be this Friday. And, and, you know, full disclosure, um, part of the reason I'm doing this right now is because I, I was going through, you know, doing the show notes and the links and, and kind of the intro outro for Tyler's episode. And as amazing as he is, um, right now in this particular climate, I'm having a hard time concentrating on anything that's not somehow, uh, related to what's going on. So, um, hopefully you will enjoy that. Maybe you don't want to listen to it right away when it comes out, but you'll come back to it. But, um, I've got Henry Winkler the week after that again, scheduled, but it's feeling weird, even as awesome as Henry Winkler is. And as excited as, as I am for you to hear it, um, you know, I'm not sure what we'll do, but uh, maybe coming at you with more of these solo episodes. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully it helped. And if you like it, subscribe to 10,000 Knows, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen. And if you can leave, uh, you know, rate it, five-star rating, leave a review, all that stuff. That's awesome. Uh, very much appreciated. And um, we will see you at least this Friday and maybe before if I'm feeling inspired. All right, that's it. IGTV people. I can't imagine you're still watching, but if you are, thanks. All right, that's it. Goodbye.